0: Hey everyone! Another Baseball America Playoff Podcast. JJ Cooper, Carlos Collazo, joining you after a a wild and fun and long and (laughs) impressive and most importantly a Monday of Division Series games where we could have had. Four games that were all clinchers, and we came out of Monday with three, game, three different series continuing on. So yes. only one. Including two game fives. Including two game fives. Both NL series, I, I, I would say, again, LDS series are generally ones that are not remembered as the greatest playoff series mm-hmm. of all time, but I, I would argue that, that both of these National League Division series have been. Excellent so far. Yeah. Especially, I would say, just because of the nature of how close the games have been Definitely. in the Cardinals-Braves series. That's been the...
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's the one we focus on the most at this point through these, these past couple podcasts, and I think rightfully so. Like you said, it's been close. We, we had an extra innings game uh, just the other day. Just yesterday, the Cardinals won 5-4 to four in walk-off fashion uh, in a game that, I mean, really, it was back and forth throughout the entirety of the game. And that's been... Pretty much what what it's been the entire series. So yeah, that's been I, I, there's watch. been,
0: there has really not been many moments in that entire series where you say, okay, this one's over. Yeah. Contrast that. We'll we'll kind of start with maybe the uh, the, the Yankees Twins. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with that one where I think you could fairly say there there have not been many moments in that series. There were not. Now that it's in the past mm-hmm. tense, there were not many moments in that series where the Twins were ever in command of a game, much less the series. No. They had, it felt like countless opportunities (laughs) last night. It felt like that there were many an inning where with one or two out, they had a chance to take the lead and it just never happened for them. Pitchers making good pitches. I would say even on top of that, as much as I do believe the Yankees pitching was better than Mm -hmm. the Twins pitching in that series, Mm Two very good lineups, but the Yankees lineup did better than, the, than yeah. the Twins lineup did. But more than that, defensively, the Yankees were just vastly superior in that series. Um, you know, we have the Aaron Judge catch, which, hey, Aaron Judge is a very good outfielder. But on top of that, being six seven, kind of helped him make a catch that, if you were five foot nine, five foot ten, it just wouldn't have mattered how athletic Freddie you were. Freddie Freeman are.
1: would have loved to have had that height. Exactly, he you know the,
0: the ball off of his glove. Yeah. Um, you have them shifting over where Glaber Torres makes a play in what can only be described as media right field, not short right yeah. field,
1: and pretty close to the line as well. Like
0: yes, and that's that's positioning, but that's also Glaber Torres making the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side, you have the Brent Gardner. Uh, you know, oppo chopper that Miguel Sano can't get to. And again, he didn't come that close to it. You know, you had the the ball, I think it was Gregorius, down the line. That, again, it wasn't... But these were the plays, it just felt like, even in the outfield, the Twins just rarely made those plays in this series. The Yankees made all of them, or almost all of them. And the reality of it is, is now they get plenty of time to set up for what... Looks to be a an incredibly interesting ALCS. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that that was notable about that is, wh- what did you think of Severino last? I mean, to me,
1: seeing Severino look like that, he wasn't great. No, but but he made the pitches when he needed to. I mean, getting out of the gym, I don't remember what inning specifically it was, but the fact that he was able to kind of limit the damage. Uh, and, and keep the Yankees, in it was phenomenal. He only threw four innings, gave up four hits, two walks, with four strikeouts. So it wasn't. It wasn't. But it one was of starting 98. It was seen from guys like Max Scherzer, guys like Mike Soroka, but and and he can't he do that right he now. He he's
0: been limited pitch pitch yeah. wise. I mean, he's coming off of
1: injury. No, I think he did exactly what what the team wanted him to do, and the the bullpen is strong enough in New York that I think he did exactly what they needed, nothing more, nothing less. But I, I do think it was really big for the team. And like you said, they're going to get plenty of rest. Uh, they're they're going to be positioned better than any other team in the playoffs for their next right. series. And it's the only sweep. It, exactly. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more if you're a Yankees fan. I think, like, like we've talked about, it wasn't really close. I don't know if they had a single game that was close. I mean, game three was put out of hand fairly early. I mean um, that was
0: probably one of the closer games of the series, and the reality of it is, is, fight, is that the win. yeah the Twins were still fighting from behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically all night they literally all night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was something where you know a a, a very good season for the Twins. Mm-hmm. You win over a hundred games, you 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 don't
1: you, you can never yeah. Be... If you're a, it's it's really sucks as a Minnesota fan to consistently. Get into the playoffs and lose to this specific team <laughs> over and over I think the twins fans might even hate the Yankees more than the Red Sox fans at this point. that might be stretching it a little, but it 's definitely close, uh, so that is a bummer, but like you said, a fantastic regular season, I think there's a lot to look forward to next year, as with all of these teams but, i'm sure, but but the thing with
0: the twins is that they come out of this again, health and not suspend lack of suspension would have helped the pitching staff mm-hmm. but the other thing that just does stand out is is where they were a notch below every other AL team mm-hmm. in the LDS is their starting pitching does not compare to yep. these other teams, and, and that's kind of their to do list. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would say in the off season, you know, it. I, I think there, it's obvious to them as well. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a very good lineup. It's going to remain probably a very good lineup next year. Mm-hmm. Um, getting Miguel Sano back to being a middle of the order masher, you know, not a uh, basically a lost season like he had the year before is big. The fact that Nelson Cruz simply does not age is big, you know. No. But get again, if they can get healthy, this team won 101 games and they had a lot of injuries mm-hmm. and they had a big suspension in uh, Pineda, but. But you do look at it. I think you'd say, okay, the Yankees are, you know, are set up, and we don't know who they're going to face yet because nope. the Rays in the Rays absolutely bludgeoned Zach Ranke yesterday. In what I do think may have been the best atmosphere I've ever seen at Tropicana. I mean, that crowd was loud. They mm-hmm. were into it. They it, it was fun to watch because mm-hmm. again, that's not a a normal experience in you know, for, for the Rays at home. But mm-hmm. that was a, a really good crowd. The Rays won it with home run after home run after home run. Yeah, and like
1: they've done several times this playoffs. They had three home runs off Zach Granke. Uh, let's see. We had, I think, yeah, four total. Okay, so it's just one extra one that wasn't off Granke. But, yeah, he got hit really hard. What did you think about Granke's, Granke's outing? Because, I mean. I mean, he's he's unlike the, the thing that the, the
0: Astros have and, you know, they basically they've said like, okay, it looks like it's Verlander coming back. You know, so mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna have to go through Verlander and Cole to to win this series. Yeah. Um, but he, as good as he is, and Zach Reinke, you know, is uh, had an incredible career. Mm-hmm. He's at the stage of his career where he is mortal. Uh, you yeah. know, Garrett Cole stood on the mound, Justin Verlander stood on the mound in this series, and they look like it's like, how are you possibly mm-hmm. going to score against them? Really, all you're looking for... Again, Verlander, during this year, has been prone to the solo home run. Pretty much the solo home run, but the solo home run. Yeah, But both of those guys look almost unhittable. Greinke is hittable. He's just really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He's really good at his craft. Mm-hmm. And uh, the it did feel like the ball just traveled a little further in that game. You know, it, it they weren't often titanic shots, titanic shots, but they were, they were home runs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reality of it is, is that that was the one we talked about on the podcast yesterday. No, that was the winnable one for the Rays. The climb seems very tall here because...
1: Yeah. I mean, anytime you have Charlie Morton on the mound, you feel like you have a chance for the Rays. Like you said, it's going to be very tough to go through Verlander and then call in two games. We've got game four tonight... Um, Only game we have today. We almost, I, I almost, I, want, I don't want to speak for you, I almost wrote the Rays off yesterday when we were talking about these uh, American League series. I, I still don't have very much hope for them. I don't know if you should. But.
0: I, I, I said, I, I said yesterday that it would not have shocked me mm-hmm. for them to win that game against Grinke. I still think that their yeah. their climb to win this series mm-hmm. is really uphill. I still find it highly unlikely. And... Again, Morton and the bullpen did a really good job yesterday mm-hmm. of of limiting an extremely good extremely deep Astros lineup as well It's hard to do that they're they're going to have to do that two more times, and really, what it is is get just enough against uh the starters to get to the pen mm-hmm. and that's where they've you know that's where they almost beat Garrett you know Garrett Cole not by beating Garrett Cole by finally getting him out of the game because mm-hmm. He's probably going to go seven or eight at most. And then, okay, can you do something when he leaves the game? Again, it's a very tough assignment. Yes. You know, now we take it to the National League. Let's start with the nightcap. Let's start with the, the fun series. We have two very fun series here. This is exactly really how the Nationals kind of, I think, drew things up of how they could make. Do damage in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is we 're going to have a pitching staff that makes it really, really hard our starting pitching is going to make yeah. it really hard to beat us, and here they sit you know the the reality of it is is that because of that pitching staff and some timely hitting, but mainly because of those some really good starters, mm-hmm. this is the one that has changed to me like okay I, yes they, they the Rays oh, beat the Astros, but yeah,
1: I, I at this point in the Dodgers National Series, it wouldn't shock me at all. Like regardless of how this one ends, if the Nationals win, I'm not gonna be like, oh wow, like that one came out of left field. <laughs> Steven like, Strasburg looks. The fact that you have, yeah, the fact that you have Strasburg on the mound in Game Five, I mean, he's got to be how long? If you were picking all the pitchers in this in this postseason, how many pitchers would you have to go before you got to Strasburg? I mean, the, we've had the good thing about this playoffs is I'll say, is we have had a lot of really good starting pitching. I was worried coming into it, it was going it. to be relievers taking over again, which just inherently is less fun as a fan. I think you want to see these these famous starters taking the ball and shoving in the playoffs. And Scherzer did this in Game 4, and we have a chance to see Strasburg do it again in Game 5.
0: We've actually seen the successful teams kind of flip back. Like, again, mm-hmm. baseball is always a game of adjustments. Yeah. If you think about it, what makes the Astros so good? Mm-hmm. You know, the Astros really are kind of the counter pitching-wise to the you know depend on the bullpen. Mm-hmm. The Astros don't want to go to their bullpen. No. The Astros want to beat you with okay, Verlander's going to go 8, Cole's going to go 8, Zank- granke's going to go 7 mm-hmm. and we think that that should be enough to beat you yep. with a great lineup. The you know, this Nationals team uh Scherzer's a little bit more of the exception to this in Strasburg, mm-hmm. but I think come Wednesday, you know, how many innings do you think that the Nationals want to get out of Strasburg? I think <laughs> I'll, I'll also ask the question: Do you think that there's a chance that Scherzer, you know, comes back? You know, in, I mean, which would be crazy.
1: I mean, he threw 109 pitches in seven innings, and I think he's already came in relief at some point. So that might be a little rich, but there is a day like anything's possible. It, it wouldn't shock me. He probably would ask for the ball at that point, but seven innings. <laughs> that reminds four hits. me.
0: That reminds me, I'm sorry, I got to interject, but that reminds me of, sorry, no, it. Reminds me of the, uh, you know, it, it, I'll never forget, it's one of John Manuel's favorite stories of I all time. I know this one's going. You know, the Houston Street. He, yeah. he basically pitches, he's a one to two to three inning reliever who goes pretty much a game against Cuba coming out of the pen. Mm-hmm. One of the most heroic uh, USA baseball performances of all time when he was at Texas. And so that happens. Again, nowadays it would never happen. I mean, just to say, like, it would yeah. never be allowed to happen. Like, you cannot throw that many innings out of the pen, but, you know, not stretched out like that and all that. And then, like, the next day, you know, basically he's angling to get
1: back in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I can give you an inning, you know, and it's like,
0: yeah. no. <laughs> you don't need to – Max Servers in this series. It's like, I can give you an inning.
1: No, but he just looks fantastic. I mean, it's nice to see him pitching like this after struggling a little bit. Uh, throughout the end of the season, dealing with a few injuries. But what really was maybe the highlight of this game for me was seeing Ryan Zimmerman hit that big home run. I mean, if there's anyone that kind of represents the Nationals, it's got to be Ryan Zimmerman. He's one of the most uh, adored players in that franchise. He led this game in, in uh, win probability added because of that big home run, went uh, two for four with the homer, three RBIs, uh, and normally, when we're looking at the Nationals, I'm looking for Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon to kind of get things done for them. This one, it was Trey Turner, it was Ryan Zimmerman, it was Howie Kendrick. So that was cool to see. Uh, I think maybe, maybe the most defining, kind of moment for Ryan Zimmerman's career, and that's a really long one, obviously. It's what did a, you think I mean, about
0: it's a 15-year Nationals career. So that's you know that's that that is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think especially. I mean, really, part of that comes down to what happens now, mm-hmm. because as great as that moment was, if Walker Buehler goes out there and which, by the way, we're talking about Strasburg, but okay, if you said you you asked the question, I never got around to answering it. Mm-hmm. Like the pitchers in this in these in this postseason, yep. Verlander, Cole are one and one A to mm-hmm. me. They've been the best pitchers in the AL all year. Yeah. They're absolutely dominant. They've done that in the playoffs. They're one one and one A. I would probably say you know where they are at this moment. I kind of would describe it as Bueller and Strasburg as two and two way. Like take yeah, your pick fair.
1: of which way you want to go there. Bueller, <laughs> you know uh, opposing batters have hit just point zero five six against him. That's the batting average. Eight strikeouts in six innings. So I mean, yeah, do, do, think of,
0: this is a this is a ace versus ace matchup. Mm-hmm. With a season on the line, and you know, I, I don't think you can ask for much more than that. And the thing about it is, is, is that okay? We do not get that in the Cardinals-Braves series, but in some ways, we do. Mm-hmm. Jack Flaherty, undoubtedly, you know, has turned himself into the Cardinals' ace. Mm-hmm. Again, very good pitching staff, and you know that, that. This has also been a series where the starting pitching has been generally excellent, mm-hmm. and the relief pitching has been generally. Abysmally awful. Yep. Um but Flaherty, but Mike Fulton has not had that as a season, mm-hmm. but he did show flashes of it down the stretch, and he was exceptional in his first start in this yep. series.
1: I mean Fulton is one of six pitchers, along with Bueller, who we mentioned, who hasn't one of six starters, I should say, in the playoffs, who hasn't allowed a run. So you gotta be his first start that. was excellent. It was fantastic. It was seven strikeouts over seven innings. think he gave up just three hits and again no walks no runs so both of these pitching matchups are going to be fantastic the the Um, concern
0: both these teams face is okay neither of these teams can feel comfortable with their bullpen right now I mean simply neither of them and again last night admittedly it was the the, that was the best outing that the Cardinals bullpen has had Mm -hmm. it was you know it was it was Shane Green and then you know at the end there tail and there Julio Toron, uh who who kind of blew it for the Braves but mm-hmm. this is there everyone gets a day to basically reset which is probably important for both these teams for one thing because as, again, Martinez, Carlos Martinez was a little bit better last night, but at the same time... You still have to be very worried about running him out there. You, you I mean, do, but he also has been running out there a lot in this series, yeah. so getting a day off is important for him. Yeah, the, the Braves did not use Mark Melanson, who's been used a lot in this series also.
1: So the fact that they haven't had Melanson... Melanson didn't go last night. Max Fried also didn't pitch. Both of them having a couple days off to get back. I feel like maybe you feel a little bit better about having those guys coming in uh, with some pretty good rest... The one other question I have is who's going who's to be doing the hitting for these teams? Because on the Braves' side, Ronald Acuna has been fantastic this series. Except uh, outstanding. On the Cardinals' side, Paul Goldschmidt and Marcelo Zuna have been fantastic. All three of these hitters have an OPS over 1,500 in the playoffs. At this point, that's the best of all the playoff batters, those three guys right there. Uh, and the Braves have pretty much a gaping hole in the middle of their lineup. Freddie Freeman has been really bad. Josh Donaldson has been pretty bad. Nick Marquez has not been great. So kind of... Adam Duvall has been exceptional. Adam Duvall has been great, and he can't even get a start. So I wonder what the lineup is going to look like on Atlanta's side. And then the Cardinals side, can Goldschmidt and Ozuna continue to kind of carry this offense? Because I think throughout the playoffs, we've seen the teams have struggled. And these two teams in particular last night really struggled with runners in scoring position.
0: Oh, uh, the Braves had multiple occasions I think where they were 0 for 9. I mean, they they loaded position. the bases in back-to-back you know mm-hmm. innings where one big hit... Pretty much blows the game open, and instead yeah. they're they're having to play on Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, so to just seeing who's going to come through offensively in the series, obviously, is gonna it's going to be it's going to be telling whoever's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Dansby Swanson has had a good job, has done a good job offensively. Excuse me, uh, and that's been pretty cool to see as he's not someone who's typically relied on to do a lot of heavy lifting in this lineup. But no, I think we're set up for some really exciting game fives, and then we still have.
0: So Game Force tonight, yep. what do you think happens tonight Game 4 of Astros Rays?
1: What's our uh, what's our pitching matchup?
0: So you are looking at Verlander versus
1: I Castillo. I Going with an opener for the Rays, I think that's what we I think have it is. I right think it's now. Johnny Bullpen today. Okay. Well, you think that makes <laughs> it a I think that makes it a little If it wasn't, I mean, once you said Verlander, I feel like we could probably just go ahead and and take him and the Astros again. I'm, I'm Hey, just going if with the any Astros.
0: team if any team is comfortable using an opener in a situation like this, it is that is the, uh, it is the Rays. That take, said,
1: I will take Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros. Uh, let's make again. Simple. This
0: is this is what I've been saying. Is is like I, them getting a win was nice, but I would put it at seventy thirty tonight, which is about. I mean, that's that's about as big as you can as go. rich as you can get in a yeah. baseball game.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think that's perfectly fair
0: we'll, we'll predict the uh, the Cardinals Braves and the uh, Dodgers Nationals tomorrow those will be a little tougher actually I guess I'll have to predict those
1: because we yeah, uh, will be headed down you're, you're headed some to high Jupiter baseball action yeah
0: you're headed to Jupiter for one of the uh, big showcase events the final big showcase event of the year mm-hmm um, so it, it, it may be the, uh, the the J.J. monologue tomorrow where y'all can hear my blinker in the uh, car. <laughs> Maybe you can I, uh,
1: ring Kyle in here to talk baseball with you. He might be down.
0: I, he might, but I was going to say it is also, you know, it, it's, it is early on the West Coast. That when is, we do that is fair. So we uh, do thank you for the uh, download, and we will be back again tomorrow. As a reminder, as always, Subscribe to the Baseball America podcast on whatever your uh, podcast app of choice is. But also, we'd love if you would subscribe to Baseball America, the magazine or the website, store.baseballamerica.com. You can do that, and we do appreciate it. For Carlos Colazo, I'm JJ Cooper. So long, everybody.